Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning I want to share with you something the Holy Spirit has been dealing with me about in my own life. And I believe what God says to one person, He says to another. He says to all. That's what Jesus said. You know, we we know the results of obedience because we can see the blessings. The Bible is full of the stories of obedience. Stories of what happened when people obeyed God. You know. But we don't know the result of disobedience. Disobedience is very costly. Disobedience is devastating. Most of the delays we are experiencing, most of the delays I am experiencing, most of the disappointments, the difficulties we are experiencing is a result of disobedience. You know, because God has provided everything that we need. You know, He has supplied all of our needs. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He says, like, the Bible says, if He gave us Jesus, then He has made everything available for us. He has given us the best. He has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. But why are we not experiencing all things? Why do we pray sometimes and we do not receive? Do you know there's no such thing as unanswered prayers when you've prayed according to the will of God? When you've asked God for what you need, there's no such thing that God did not give it to you. You know, we, it's very easy for us to look for uh, Christian uh, things to say. You know, the Christian thing to say when you don't receive is, you know, God is busy working, God is working. But you need something today. You need deliberate today. You need something today. You need something. You have a need today. And you ask God about that need to supply that need. And it's not supplied. And you genuinely need that. And you're not asking amiss. There's something somewhere. It's not God's fault. Amen. There is always something to do. The Bible is full of examples. There is always something. Remember... I'm going to read uh, John chapter 2, but before I read John chapter 2, remember Naaman. You know, Naaman, the prophet told Naaman to go deep himself seven times in the pool, in the river Jordan. And the guy was like, ah, we've got better, you know how many swimming pools I have in my house? Do you know how many, you know, how many rivers, clean rivers, nicer, better rivers than that we have? The guy was just grumbling, grumbling and the little girl told him. If this man had asked you to do something more difficult, wouldn't you have done it? And then he was like, okay, okay, okay. Then he, he went, he went and dipped himself first time. If he had dipped himself six times, he wouldn't have received the healing. But he, after he dipped the seventh time, he saw his miracle. He was healed. Amen. You don't know how many times have God given us instructions. I can remember one instruction God has given me. Very simple instruction. God's commandments are not grievous. I was asking him for something. He told me what to do. I completely forgot. I'm just, you know, some days I remember, then I do it, then I, I don't do it for five days, then I remember again. Then God is a busy God. He does not deal with lazy people. He doesn't have time for lazy people. 
It's like I've promised some this thing. Uh, this thing is available if you want it. Just imagine if you have a child and uh, you you bought a gift, uh, a voucher. I don't know if you do give voucher where you are in the country where you are. Uh, but you can go to a shop. Let's say you go to Levison's or Woolworth and you go to buy a gift voucher for someone and you give that person instead of buying you don't know what the person needs but you went to buy a gift voucher of let's say two thousand dollars two thousand dollars and you tell the person go to this shop get anything you want i don't know what you want but i know you want something just go get anything you want and this guy thanks you oh thank you very much thank you so much and he keeps the voucher one year two years three years he leaves the voucher and he's doing living without those things that he needed. Meanwhile, you have already paid, but the voucher paid for everything he needs. But he's just lazy to do his part of walking down to the mall or finding his way to wherever the shop is to go get those things. He forever, there's no fasting and prayer that will bring those things him if he doesn't take a step and go to the shop to go get those things that he needs amen so the same with god god has provided everything you need everything i need whatever we are not receiving most likely is because of disobedience most likely because of disobedience the miracle you are not experiencing there is something you are supposed to do probably you do not know and that's not an excuse with god he said, if you I call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you greater mighty things you do not know. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Ask him. If you don't know, ask him. Ignorance is not an excuse. If you don't know what to do, ask God. He says, James 1 verse 4, if you lack wisdom, wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. If you lack wisdom, ask me. Ask me. That's what he said. So, if you don't know what to do, ask him what to do. So, it's not an excuse for you and for me. Amen. I'm telling you, I, I feel so guilty preaching this message because I know there are a couple of things. Where you are now is not where you're supposed to be by destiny. I am telling you, I do not know you. But where we are now is a result of how much obe- obedience or disobedience is in our life. If you obey, you take a step forward. If you disobey, you stay where you are or you even go backwards. If God tells you to move, leave the city where you are and go to the next place where my blessing is if you stay there you will start struggling amen abraham god told abraham in genesis chapter 12 from verse 1 he says he told abraham to leave his father's house leave his country to the land that i will show you and when you get to that country (laughs) if you leave i will make of you a great nation i'll make you a great man and i will make your name great I will bless you and make you a blessing. In you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. I'm paraphrasing. Amen. Because we know these scriptures. My brother and my sister, we, it's not a problem of scriptures. What we, The ones we know, if we practice half of what the sermons we've learned, half of what we've learned from the Bible, man, our life will be a lot better than it is today. Our problem sometimes is not even knowledge. Our problem is obedience obedience if abraham did not leave his father and his mother maybe because it was like you know taking a leap you know into the dark taking a dive you know you don't know 
was on the other side. You know, if he had stayed on his comfort zone, he was already rich, he was already blessed because he had cattle. Amen. He had substance. He was already blessed. But the next level of blessing, that, <laughs> otherwise we would not be talking about Abraham today if he did not take that step of faith. Amen. What is God telling you to do? What has God told you to do? That you are delaying. You are maybe sometimes it's not just because you want to be disobedient. You're just lazy. You're just tired. Do you know sometimes I was sharing with my wife, you know why sometimes uh, I I don't preach a sermon. He asked me to do a recording. I'm telling you, you think we preachers are perfect people. We are not perfect people. We are human beings like you. Amen. We are human beings like you. Amen. We are not ordinary. We also disobey God like you do, but we don't talk about them on radio. We don't talk about the way we preach. We only talk about the things that happen when we obey. The few times we obey. The blessings we receive. The few times we obey. We like to share those ones. We don't talk about the devastations of disobedience. Why? Because we do not even know. <laughs> we do not even know what we have lost. We do not even know how much delays we are causing for not taking the steps when God tells us to take a step. Amen. Do you know there's a popular saying that delayed obedience is also disobedience. When God tells you to do something now and you do it later, you are walking in disobedience. You may not get the full blessing. Now, remember the pool of uh, the pool of Bethesda. There's this angel that comes and uh, stares up the pool, and the first person that dives in always gets healed. <laughs> you know. So imagine somebody, and that man has been there. That man has been there for 38 years at the pool of Bethesda. My bishop, my spiritual father, Bishop Oedipo, said if he was that man, he would put his leg permanently on that pool. <laughs> Let the angel meet me in the pool. But this guy was there for 38 years. Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? He said, ah, I don't have anyone to put me in the water. When when the water is put, Jesus, that's just like, I can imagine Jesus, that's not what I asked you. Do you want to be healed? Probably the man had been making excuses for 38 years until Jesus Christ intervened. Amen. If I was another person, I would dive into that pool. If I would die inside that pool, let me die. Let the angel meet me in the pool dead and let him stay up the pool and revive me. Amen. We are so complacent. We are so lazy. We are so, you know, we procrastinate a lot. God has made you promises. He has given you instruction. For every blessing, there is an instruction. God is not a Father Christmas God, like my spiritual father will always say. He's a covenant-keeping God. He's not a Father Christmas. He's not Santa Claus. Amen. He, there is always what to do. He also says that any faith that makes God absolutely responsible for the outcomes, the happenings in your life, is an irresponsible faith. You are waiting for God. My God will do it. My God will do it. No. He said that faith is a partnership with God. It's partnering with the invisible God in order to see the impossible happen. There's always what to do to get what you want. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1, he said, If you shall diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and be careful to obey all the instruction he's given. You know, he said, I will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Then there were catalogs of blessing. But first he said, if you, if you obey, 
uh, Job 36 verse 11 says, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. If they obey. So there's always what to do. Even salvation, as free as salvation is, but you need to believe in your heart. Romans chapter 10, from verse 9 to 10. You need to believe in your heart, the Lord Jesus, and confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead. If you do not believe and you do not confess with your mouth, if you believe in your heart, but you don't confess with your mouth that God raised him from the dead, you will not be saved. You will go to hell, even though salvation is available. There's nobody that God, God is not going to send anybody to hell. Everybody will send themselves to hell. Why? Because salvation, they did not go to withdraw. The, you know, the salvation that Jesus has deposited in their account. Jesus Christ is not going to die for anyone again. He has died. Anyone who's going to go to hell is going to go to hell because he refused to do his part of the covenant. So, child of God, there is... What is that thing God has been laying on your heart to do? If you have your tithe, for example, on Thursday I was preaching, I told them, guys, I have my tithe now. God bless me with money. I have tithe. Is in my bank account until I sow that tithe, <laughs> the blessing will not come. The blessing of tithing will not come until you give it. God does not bless your intentions, He blesses your obedience. God does not bless intentions. Oh, I intend to do this, I intend to do that. When some people have been giving and nothing has been happening, and they give again, and nothing has happened, and they give again, and nothing has happened, and they keep giving, keep it. My friend, why don't you ask God, is there something uh, uh, I was supposed to do that I have not done? But you keep giving, 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 giving. You sow a seed, but if you plant a seed, you need to water it. You refuse to water the seed and it's not growing, then you, you decide to sow more. And you, you don't even water that seed. And you decide to sow again. And you don't even water. There is nothing that will make your seed grow if there's no water. If, there's no, if you don't water it, you don't, uh, weed, it will not grow well. <laughs> Amen. You, you keep sowing and keep giving money, sowing, sowing, sowing. But maybe there's one area of disobedience that is eating up your seed. Maybe that, the way, if you listen to God, ask God, why are my seed not producing? I have given my tithes. I have given my offerings. You know, I've done everything. Why am I not receiving? If you ask the Lord sincerely, he may tell you your mouth, your big mouth. Dr. Jerry Savell, uh, one time when he just uh, uh, was just turned to the Lord, he had his spiritual father, Kenneth Copeland, preach. And he got all of his messages and he was listening to them. And things were not working. He was struggling financially. One day he got so angry. <laughs> and he, asked, uh, he got so angry. God told him, he said, God, why are my things not working? Why am I not prospering? Why am I struggling? God told him, because of your big mouth. Because of your big bad mouth, I added the bad mouth, but God told him because of your big bad He was so angry with God. He said, God, how dare you say because of my big mouth? And he got angry. He took all the tapes. Then it was reel to reel. You know those tapes, reel to reel tape? He, he rolled them across the street. He rolled them. <laughs> he was so angry. He rolled those things across the street, destroyed the the. the teachings he was listening to. Then one time Kenneth Copeland came again. And you know Kenneth Copeland is a prophet. He came, he called him Jerry. God told me you you you're not experiencing breakthrough because of your big mouth. <laughs> and the thing made him so angry. How dare you say that? 
after all I've given, after all of my sacrifice, I go so winning, I do everything Pastor said I must do. My brother, saying that alone shows where the problem is. Amen. You plant your seed with your hand and you destroy your harvest with your mouth. Maybe God may tell you, stop saying that thing you are saying. Maybe God may tell you, stop doing that thing. Maybe God will tell you what is eating up your harvest. Disobedience is so expensive. Disobedience is, it may, it may be convenient now, but the end result is expensive. Disobedience may be convenient right now, but the end result of disobedience will be very expensive. Unfortunately, you will not even know <laughs> the result. You only feel it. You know, disobedience is like the oven. The oven, you don't see the flames, but see, you feel the heat. Amen. What is the heat, financial heat you are experiencing now? What is the heat you are experiencing in your marriage? What is the heat? You know, for me, uh, I, I, I used to, I call myself a very nice husband, for example. Very good husband. I'm busy getting everything for my wife. I just go do the shopping, do all the manual things just to make her happy. But what my wife wants most of the time is for me to just come and sit next to her, spend time with her. But I'm busy doing things, doing things, doing things. And I, I'm worried, why is my wife not happy? Why is she not happy after all I'm doing? Why after all I'm doing? After, If I can cut my hand and give to her, I'll cut my hand and give to her. Does she want me to cut my neck now and give to her before she gets happy? But my friend... What she wants is for you to spend time with her. Come sit down here. She did not marry a servant. She, you know, amen. So maybe in your home, things are not happening, but you are so lazy to do. Which one is more difficult? Sitting down with your wife and listening to her and talking to her or running around town trying to get things for her? Sometimes... The cost of disobedience is more costly than obedience because the commandments of God are not grievous. Commandments of God are not burdensome. God is not wicked. He will not tell you what is too hard for you to do. God is not a wicked father. He will never tell you to do something he knows you cannot do. He will never ask you to do something that is too difficult for you. He's not that. Wicked, you cannot give a two two year old a 50 liter gallon to carry, send him to the garage to go with 50 liter to go buy you petrol. A two year old, God he will not give you a command that is too difficult for you. If Abraham had not left, left his father and his mother, we'll not be talking about Abraham today. What has God told you to do? What has God told you to do? Remember the, pro, uh, the woman that came to the prophet that they're about to take her two children. And the prophet asked him, what do you have in your house? She said, I don't have anything. He said, oh, yeah, 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 I have a little uh, jar of oil, a little bottle of oil left. The woman said, the prophet said, go and borrow vessels from your neighbors. Borrow many vessels, don't borrow a few. When you borrow that vessel, lock yourself up with your children and fill up all the vessels. The Bible says, she did as the man of God said and feel as she was pouring the oil it was getting full 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 until all the vessels were full now imagine 
if the woman thank the prophet oh thank you man of god like we do when we receive prophecy we rejoice oh thank you man of god oh thank you man of god prophesy man of god prophesy man of god pro 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 prophesy man of god then we go around telling people what god said what god celebrating the prophecy but we do not for every prophecy there is an instruction there's something to do to see that prophecy fulfilled sometimes the thing to do to see prophecy fulfilled is to be quiet maybe god tells you to to be quiet stop doing the things you've been doing before that is also obedience you know sometimes when something is happening in my house and i'm asking god what should i do about this god tells me do nothing because he knows me as a man who want to do things to fix things amen sometimes god tells you to do nothing when god tells you to do nothing and you do nothing you have obeyed god but when god tells you to do nothing and you start praying pull out your prayer uh, this and start binding demons you are not obeying him he says do nothing be still and know that i'm god if god tells you to be still be still if you're not still you are disobeying god praise the lord these things are so simple you need help to uh, uh, misunderstand it imagine if that woman did not go borrow verses she's so proud what if they they, they they refuse to give to me what if they ask they, they insult me when i go to borrow vessels ah man if god if god wants to do it he will do it another way god will do it anyways god will do it i know my god will do it i know then he sings way maker miracle walker promise keeper light in the darkness my god that is who you are my god you can make a way for me i know my god will make a way for me oh my god will make a way that woman's children would have been sold as slaves if she did not obey the man of god now if he obeyed man of god half if she had done partial obedience maybe she went and okay let's say he said go borrow vessels then she borrowed all the vessels and they said lock the door she locked the door and she did not pour the oil there will be no multiplication she will see to the miracle until the next time she does it she will not do it with faith and the thing will not work sometimes the instructions of god are time specific they are time bound <laughs> they say the bible says that as soon as the angel steers the pool the first person that dives if another person dives after the angel has steered the pool the person will just be taking a shower on that pool amen the person will just be having a, a swim there will be no miracle he said do it now do it now if abraham has, had obeyed god and left five years later my brother god would have picked another person to do what he wanted to do so if that woman did not pour the oil she would not have her miracle you know see, see today i'm not reading a lot of scripture i'm just quoting them because i am talking to you from my heart from my own experience child of god where you are now where i am now is probably not where we are supposed to be where we are now is where our disobedience has kept us so that's why today we shall be praying asking god please show me forgive me for being disobedient forgive me for being disobedient lord forgive me please and when you're asking to forgive you he forgives you and cleanses you from all unrighteousness now you ask him what am i supposed to do how am i supposed to do that god may be giving you a second chance even praise the lord disobedience is very very costly it may be convenient now but 
the effect will affect generations after you. The effect of disobedience will affect generations after you. Let me read from John chapter 2. Uh, as I begin to round off, John chapter 2 um, about the marriage in Cana of Galilee. Let me read from the New Living Translation. The next day, Jesus' mother was a guest at a wedding celebration in the village of Cana in Galilee, and Jesus and his disciples were invited to the celebration. The wine supply ran out during the festivities, so Jesus' mother spoke to him about the problem. They have no more wine, she told him. Then Jesus answered Verse 4, how does that concern you and me? And Jesus asked, my time has not yet come. But his mother told the servant, do whatever he tells you. Do whatever he tells you. That was the key that started the whole miracle. He says, six stone water pots were standing there. They were used for Jewish ceremonial purposes and had 20 to 30 gallons each. Jesus told the servants, fill the jars with water. Now, Instruction comes, okay? Jesus told the servant, fill the jars with water. When the jars had been filled up to the brim, he said, dip some out and take it to the master of the ceremonies. So they followed his instructions. He gave two instructions. Fill the water, jars, the sea spot. And remember those days, they don't have a tap. They have to go to the stream probably to go fetch the water. Obedience has its own cost. It may be costly. My spiritual father will always say, Obedience may be costly, but the end result is priceless. Praise the Lord. Obedience may be costly at the moment. Obedience may bring you embarrassment. Obedience may bring you embarrassment. Obedience may make people mock you. Obedience may make people hate you. Obedience may cost you money. But the result of obedience is priceless. He told them, Feel the water jars. If they had gone to be praying, Oh God, oh God of miracles, oh God of miracles, I am serving a God of miracles, oh, and quote scriptures, and pray, 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 pray. Oh God, I command this spot to be full. I command this spot to be full. I pray, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh let this spot be full. Some way, somehow, some way, somehow, let this spot be full. Let the angels of God, the angels of God are our servants. They are ministers sent to serve those who are heirs of salvation. The angels of God. I release angels now. I release angels now. They can pray until the wedding is over. And the cows come home and there will be no miracle. My brother and my sister, have you been praying when you know you're supposed to be acting? Have you been praying when you're supposed to be doing something? What has God told you to do? And you're busy binding demons, binding the uh, witches in your village, witches in the city, witches everywhere. But God has told you to do something. And you've not done it. My challenge for you is, Go to your notebook, find out those things God told you to do that you've not done, and start doing them. That may be the key to your breakthrough. If God is a God of mercy, He will not tell you your, your, the time is over. God is a God of mercy. He's a God of mercy. Any day is never too late to be obedient. It is never too late to be obedient, child of God. As I'm talking to you now, as soon as I'm done with this broadcast right now, I will do my personal devotions. And I will go to writing. There are some things God has told me to write. I've been making excuses. I will start writing them. Amen. There is one thing. You, are, you may be just one step away from your breakthrough. 
one step of obedience away from your breakthrough. Maybe that step you're going to take now will be the step that will open the doors for you. Maybe that instruction, that thing God has told you to give something, maybe that thing you're going to give today may be the key to your breakthrough. Maybe who knows? Who knows, child of God? Child of God, obedience is key. Okay, let me finish the story. Now, um so they followed the instruction. Verse 9 says, when the master of ceremonies tasted the water that was now wine, not knowing where it had come from, though of course the servants knew, he called the bridegroom over. He said, usually the host served the best wine first. He said, then when everyone is full and does not care, he brings out the less expensive wine, but you have kept the best wine until now. <laughs> the wine that Jesus Christ, the water he turned to wine, turned out to be the sweetest, the best wine ever. Because of obedience. Can I tell you, the people that made that miracle happen? Three people, Mary, Jesus, and the servants. The servant may, you may not mention the servant, but if the servant had not gone to get the water, Jesus would not command the water to come. I command you water, flow from the river right now. You ruin the whole wedding because when people see water coming, they think it's a tsunami. They will run away. They will destroy the wedding. Imagine Jesus can do that. He stretch forth his hand towards the sea and command the sea of Galilee. Let water flow now. Let water flow now. And water will come running. No, but that's not how he wanted to do it. Amen. Oh, you are looking for something spectacular, something miraculous. My brother, my sister, you may not see it until you take the step, small step of obedience. Obedience does not have to be big. It does not have to be big. My prayer for you today is that God will show you. God will show you what you need to do. Okay, let me read that place to you. Let me read two scriptures, then I'll close this broadcast for today. I did not plan this. I did not plan this. This is a prophetic broadcast, I'm sure. Amen. Because I did not plan it. I woke up this morning to start the prayers for the day. And the Lord told me to preach about obedience. He gave me the first word. I did not know what next to say. And here we are, 30 minutes later, we are still speaking. God is still speaking to you and me. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call upon me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Call upon me and I will show you. Call upon me. Ask the Lord. If you don't know what to do, ask him. If you lack wisdom, ask him. Wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. James chapter 1 verse 5. I read James chapter 1 verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God that giveth to all men liberally and obradeth not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Hallelujah. When you ask God for what to do, listen, because he's going to give it to you. He's going to tell you. Yesterday in the evening, I spent some time, I asked God, please forgive me. It looks like that sometimes the only time I come to God is when I need something from him. That's a sin. God wants you to fellowship with him. 
God wants you to fellowship with him. God may be telling you, come fellowship with me. Don't just come to me when you have needs. Don't just come to me when you have needs. That's not a relationship. God may be speaking to you to spend more time with him in prayers. Maybe spend more time with him and be quiet. Just put on a worship song and just think about the greatness of God. And just love on him. Just sit, camp with God. Maybe he may be telling you to pray. You've not been praying. The Holy Spirit may be telling you, why don't you pray? You've been neglecting prayer for a while now. You're so busy going out so winning. You'll be so busy working for God that you don't have time for him anymore. God wants you more than he wants what you're doing for him. I'm sure this is for someone listening to me. God wants you more than what you are doing for him. All he needs is you. He loves you. You are not a human doing. You are a human being. Be a child of God. Be God's friend. Stop doing God's friends. Stop doing child of God. Amen. He wants you to spend time with him. Spend time with him. And he'll give you instruction. Jesus told his disciples, Henceforth I do not call you servants anymore. Because the servant does not know what his master is doing. I call you friends. When you come with God, he always tells you what to do. He always gives you a secret. Even doing this uh, uh, podcast was a result of asking the Lord, spending time with God. That's how it all started. That's how it all started. Yesterday I was sharing with my wife that from January till now, today is the 18th of uh, February, I think. Today is like the 18th, let me look at the calendar. Yeah, today is the 19th of February. Our listeners, the, the, the amount of people who have listened to us, the amount of time people have listened to us from January till now is more than what we've received, what people have listened to me from the time I started preaching last year, from the time I started recording. The entire record of last year, 2021, I broke that record this year. God broke that record. More people have listened to my me preach a leading prayer from January till today, 19th of February, 2022, than the entire than the entire 2021 put together. Amen. Because of obedience, I did something. God told me to start doing something. I began to do it, and I began to get blessed also financially. People call me from di- different countries, another country. And send the partnership there. Send money. Amen. We have money to do what we're doing now. Because of obedience. Child of God, ask the Lord today. God, forgive me. Will you do that with me? Can you say after me, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my disobedience. Forgive me for my partial obedience. Forgive me for not obeying the instructions you've given me in the past. Please forgive me. I confess that I've sinned against you. I confess that I've been disobedient. And I receive your forgiveness right now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I ask you right now to show me what I need to do. Give me instructions by your Holy Spirit. The instructions that will lead to my breakthroughs. The instructions that will lead to my turnaround. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now I pray for you. 
in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray, oh God, thank you for speaking to us. Lord, thank you for forgiving us, oh God. Forgiving us for all our disobedience. Lord, now that we are forgiven, Lord, send us our breakthroughs. Give us instructions, oh Lord. Tell us what to do. Tell us where to apply for jobs. Tell us where to apply for contracts. Tell us what we must do. Tell us, you know, the harvest field where we should go and labor for you. Tell us what to do. Lord, whatever we need to do, Lord God, speak to us, Lord. Reveal it to us, my God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray, oh God, as your people take steps of obedience, Lord, Lord, that you bless them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. Please, don't just be a hearer of the word. Be a doer. Go ask the Lord. God, please speak to me today. Come with God. Come with God. Come with him. He said, anyone that asks, receives. He said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Seek direction and you will find direction. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Jesus said, anyone that asks, receives. Anyone that seeks, finds. And anyone that knocks, the door shall be opened unto him. Ask God. He said, if you ask anything in my name, I shall do it. John chapter 4. Is it 14 verse 14? Check with God today. Ask him questions and you will not be disappointed in Jesus' name. Amen. Please share this message with someone. I promise you every believer needs this message. I am telling you, not because I preached it. And by the way, when I tell you to share a message with someone, nobody is paying me for how many listeners I have. Amen. We just want more people to hear the word of God. Like if what you have had today has blessed you, what, don't you think it will bless every member of your family? Don't you think it will bless all your friends? What is good for you is good for other people. That's why I ask you to share this. Would you do that for God? Would you do that for the body of Christ? Would you do that for your, your family members? Your life will be easy if everyone in your family is blessed. Amen. Your life will be easy. Share it with anyone that is calling you for prayers. Share this message with them. Amen. Tell them it's not a very powerful message. There's not shouting, no prophecy about it. No, it's not a very hot message, but it's powerful. Instructions are powerful. Rebukes are powerful. Correction is powerful. God bless you. Let me not start preaching again. I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember you have dominion over sin. You have dominion over sickness. And you have dominion over poverty and all the works of the devil. Exercise that dominion today. 